Welcome to another informative episode of the No Harm Health and Safety Podcast. Hi, my name is Mel Fedorovich, and I am the STEP facilitator on site, which is our behavioral-based safety process, safety through employee participation at Shell Scottford. So we were excited to have with us today a representative from Little Warriors, which is a an organization which assists families who have been touched by sexual abuse, both children and adults. No Harm is the podcast for health and safety professionals like you. We're here to help you sharpen your professional skills and better understand emerging issues. And what we are doing through this turnaround is for every shift that we go without a recordable injury, we are donating $500 to Little Warriors. Sounds like a great topic. Let's get started. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the No Harm Health and Safety Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Marvin Polis. For this episode, I'm back at the Shell Scottford site near Fort Saskatchewan, Alberta. And with me is Mel Fedorovich. She's one of the safety people here at the Scottford Complex. Mel, what do you do? I am the facilitator of our behavioral-based safety process, which we call STEP, Safety Through Employee Participation. Great. Now, we're here for the fall 2019 Scottford turnaround. Tell me about the scope of this maintenance event. So we have a rather large scope. We are in two separate areas of, uh, of our site. So we are in our chemicals area as well as a portion of our refinery. And how many contractors are working through this turnaround? We're probably at about 2,500 to 3,000 people on site. Okay, so lots of people on the site for this uh, major event. We're here in one of the turnaround bubbles where the contractors gather for lunch and that sort of thing. You've just gone through a safety meeting. Tell me what went on at this meeting. So we were excited to have with us today a representative from Little Warriors, which is a an organization which assists families who have been touched by sexual abuse, both children and adults. And what we are doing through this turnaround is for every shift that we go without a recordable injury, we are donating $500 to Little Warriors. And what does Little Warriors do? Little Warriors is a phenomenal organization that has a treatment center uh, that allows uh, rehabilitation of uh, adolescents and young children who have been affected by uh, sexual abuse. They also work with the families that have been touched by these issues. Now this is something that you do with uh, many of your turnarounds, right? Because I was here for the last turnaround and uh, you were doing something similar with the Zebra Society, correct? Indeed. We actually, the spring turnaround was the first time we had done something like this. And our charity at that time was the Zebra Child Protection Center. We had chosen that as Shell ourselves. Through this turnaround, we actually reached out to our contract workforce to ask them what charity they wanted us to work with and what was meaningful to them. So it was uh, great to see that what they had decided on was choosing Little Warriors, which basically it's the next step from Zebra, where Zebra is more involved with uh, the initial um, issues when children are being removed from their homes, this is the charity which works more with the rehabilitation after the fact. So it was great to actually have the continuity and work with two wonderful charities. So in the last turnaround, you were able to raise how much money for the Zebra Society? So through Shell and the $500 per shift, we raised $66,500. And then we were also amazed at how our contract workforce just 
jumped up and, and started to contribute on their own and between their own personal donations and starting up a 50-50 through the help of Zebra and now we're doing it again through the help of Little Warriors with the licensing. Running those 50-50s through the spring, we ended up with a little over $83,000 to Zebra and we're hoping to be able to do the exact same kind of thing for Little Warriors here in the fall. Wow, this is incredible. So not only do the workers have the personal incentive and the team incentive to keep themselves safe and to keep their co-workers safe, and the more effective they are at that, they're also able to raise funds for a very worthy cause. Absolutely. So everyone has their own why as to why they want to work safe. For many people it's going home to their families or maybe it's their fur babies and then for some people it's for doing things like this so that they can give back to their communities. So it's, it's great for us to have all these different avenues for them to feel that they are part of something bigger. Well, that's fantastic. It was actually wonderful participating in this presentation today, listening to what the representative had to say. So I'll tell you what, why don't we actually roll that now and listen to the presentation? That sounds great. Here's Dr. Wanda Polzen from Little Warriors. Thank you so much. First of all, I just want to give a great uh, big thank you to all of you for supporting us. Um, Little Warriors is an amazing place and if any of you would ever want to come and see us and come for a tour, we're always happy to have you. Um, I'd like to take a few minutes to just tell you a little bit about our program and what you're supporting. Um, and I love the idea that um, this comes all under the umbrella of safety because that's something that's really big in the work that we do with children and families. So. At Little Warriors, we have two uh, primary things that we do. Um, one is our Prevent It program, and you or your families um, or anyone that you know can take that program. It's an online program about prevention for child sexual abuse. Um, we also have our Be Brave Ranch, and it's not too far from here actually, just east of Sherwood Park. And it's a world-class facility um, there's nothing like it in the world. Um, we work and uh, work very closely with the University of Alberta to research what we do. And I want to tell you a little bit about some of the stories of the kids and adolescents and families that you guys are supporting um, with, with your contributions uh, from this program. So we, at the Bebre Branch, we serve children and adolescents um, the children's program is for age 8 to 12 year olds. We have boys and girls who are in that program. And some of the stories of children that come to us, um, what you should know is that we're not funded in any way through government programs. Um, the government does not fund us. We have children that come all across Canada to see us and we work very hard to remove barriers. So when we have children who come from Nova Scotia, Newfoundland, who have to travel, sometimes traveling with their parents, um, we provide that at no cost to them. So what, what our goal is, is to provide evidence-based, really effective treatment for children who have suffered um, child trauma and sexual abuse. And some of the stats, I know that many of you already know this, but some of you may be surprised to know that about one in three girls um, under the age of 18 um, have a history of sexual abuse. And about one in six boys 
who have a history of sexual abuse. 95% of sexual abuse comes from people that the children or adolescents um, actually know, who are very familiar to them. Uh, it usually comes from people who are in positions that should be actually keeping them very safe. Our founder, Glory Meldrum, talks about her experience um, as a child, and it was her grandfather who sexually abused her. We have children out at the ranch. Just before I came here, I was doing group therapy with them. And we have children right now who are um, being treated and some of the horrific things that they have gone through um, are things like one of the little boys, eight-year-old boy, um, he came to us with herpes. Um, of course, this is devastating and the family was not able to even uh, pay for his medications. So all of the money that we get from, you know, folks like you um, in the community goes to doing direct service delivery to children and adolescents. Um, another thing that I, I want to let you know in terms of some of the stats is that we talk a lot about, like I had mentioned, stranger danger. That's not typically what we know about sexual abuse. And so I know that in many ways, when I look around this room, this is going to touch your lives in some way, whether it's that you yourself have had a history of sexual abuse or trauma in that way, or someone that you know, or potentially um, within your family. So there's a lot of need to have discussions like this and remove uh, stigma and barriers for talking about this kind of thing because it, it, it is real and it's an epidemic. We have wait lists for the children and adolescents to come to us. Now I don't just want to talk about all the things that are, are bad and wrong. Um, I, I think those things are obvious. But what I also want to share with you is what we're able to do with the funds that we raise through grants, through donations, through um, all, all the work that you guys are, are doing as well. We have a treatment center that's top-notch. Um, we offer about 11 different treatment modalities. So any of you who have ever had any counseling or therapy, sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. There's certain things that work for certain people. Um, we offer various modalities because we know that we're all different and different things respond, um, we respond differently to different um, interventions. So we have things like having rugby uh, participate in our therapy sessions. So he is a therapy dog. He does um, animal assisted therapy. He allows children to feel safe. Oftentimes the children that come to us um, are not at all feeling safe. Sometimes they've been abused for years and years by people in their own family. And um, he allows uh, children to have a relationship in a safe way, to have safe touch, for example. He also, when we have children who are really dysregulated and, and can't sit still to do the therapy, he'll actually kind of act as a little bit of a weight and lay across him so that, that a child can kind of tolerate um, getting some intervention. We have art therapy. We also have something called cognitive behavioral therapy. We have work um, with families as well, and that's kind of a unique thing because I think 
any of us um, who have a trauma history know that it doesn't just affect the child or the adolescent. Oftentimes there's intergenerational trauma and even if it is just a first time offense with a child or adolescent, it absolutely impacts families and communities. Our treatment center, we have um, psychologists and childcare counselors and like I said, it's top notch, but what I, I wanna let you know is that the work that we do couldn't be done without volunteers, donations, and, and the kind of work that you guys are doing to support us. So we're truly thankful and feel very blessed that you choose us for your charity. Um, we know there's lots of charities that are also in need, so we're just really filled with gratitude. Um, for you choosing us and um, choosing to support the children and families that we work with who have been sexually abused. So thank you very much. If you guys have any questions, I am more than happy to answer anything that I can. Yeah. Rugby always thinks that when people are clapping, they're clapping for him. <laughs> What yeah, question. Group, what age group do you serve children? Yeah. So the question is what age group do we serve? So we have two programs. We have a children's program ages 8 to 12 years old and we serve boys and girls in that program. And then we just started an adolescent program. We collected funds exactly a year ago and we um, have adolescent girls at this time we can't serve adolescent boys just because we don't have enough funds to create uh, a female and male uh, different genders program we are looking at our next um, goal is to be working on that and working on developing a family program because oftentimes what we're finding is that Parents, um, fathers, mothers come to us, refer their child to us for treatment and for the first time they're also disclosing that they have a history of child sexual abuse and as you can imagine we can treat a child or adolescent but when a parent isn't given the strategies or skills or knowledge about how to deal with some of the things and the outcomes from that they also need support so we're working on building a family program and our goal is to um, have that uh, started in the spring. Yeah, another question. Do you have uh, other resources like the Catholic uh, Social Service? Yeah, really good question. So the question for those of you who can't hear is, um, are, are we connected with other community resources and what is sort of the difference between us and what other programs like Catholic Social Services or maybe the Zebra Center, did I get that right? Yeah. So um, how we're different is that we do work in conjunction with places like Zebra, specifically for child sexual abuse. The difference between us is that Zebra has a group of people, so they have police, social workers, psychologists, and they investigate when an offense has happened. Once they investigate, there's sort of a determination about what, whether it would go to court, for example, or what will happen um, from a legal perspective. And they have a handful of sessions that they would connect um, a therapist within the community, but it's not intensive therapy. And we all know that uh, it's a good start. And um, 
you know, from our perspective and how we're different is that we provide really intensive therapy. So the way that our, our programs work is that we actually support a child or adolescent over the course of an entire year. So they come to us for 28 days and they work intensely with us every single day. And we work with the child or adolescent and then their families, sometimes their schools or other people who are connected. Um, if they're way out east or you know BC, for example, we also connect through something called telehealth. So we try to do video conferencing. So we really do try to break down the barriers. But what we do is kind of on the other end of the spectrum is we provide very, very intensive um, therapy. Um, our outcomes and the research from our work are pretty awesome. Um, the University of Alberta has basically researched the work that we're doing. And so we look at things like post-traumatic stress disorder um, anxiety, depression, um, sometimes cognitive learning problems and what they found is within the first round of our treatment we have an improvement in PTSD scores, 25% um, decrease in PTSD. So I look around this room and I absolutely know that there are many of you who have had traumas in your life and when you have that experience, you know that um, dealing with the trauma from that is, is difficult and it takes time. And um, it's pretty amazing that we, our, our research is showing that after 20 day, 28 days of intervention, that we're reducing those scores. Um, same thing with anxiety and depression. Um, and of course, we, we actually just did some publishing on this and what we found is that we're also able to support children through our interventions to actually perform better at school too. Doesn't sound like a big deal, but for kids who are in elementary school, junior high, who can't, can't learn or have delays in learning, oftentimes it's not because they can't, it's because of their experience and they're so distracted or they're so overwhelmed with what's happened at, at home that, that there's so many delays. So um, that's kind of how we're different, yeah. Any other questions? Okay, well again, you know, much gratitude to everyone here. Thank you for supporting us and check us out online. And honestly, if you wanna come out and see our treatment center, we do do tours. We do it when the children are not on site um, so that you get a good idea of what you're supporting and what we're all about. So thank you very much. Thanks for tuning in to the No Harm Health and Safety Podcast. Be sure to join us next time. And a reminder that you can subscribe to us for free on SoundCloud, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The No Harm Health and Safety Podcast is a production of Stimulant Strategies and Media Productions. You can learn more about us at stimulant.ca. All the best, everyone, and stay safe.